All right. Well, Imperfect Allies, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I've got, I'm excited to bring on the show. I've got my brother, Chris Lunsford. Chris Lunsford, welcome to, to the show, here. man. Glad to be here. Yeah. Super awesome. I haven't missed one <laughs> podcast yet. Wow. Right. right on, man. Right on. Well, that's what kind of brought us to this, to this moment. But tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us, uh, you know, what brought you here, bud? Like what? Uh, cosmically, what what decisions were made that bring bring you all the way here to this current uh, moment? <laughs> shoot, I don't, that's a good question. Um, you know, I've always uh... so mom and dad were horny one night, so I know that yeah, that's where we started. <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah, mom and dad were horny started. one night, so that's where it started. Uh, you know, uh, like, uh, I guess me and uh, I don't know. I can jump into it. Me and me and my brother both, I think, grew up in different households, completely completely different. So I know that for sure. Uh, parents were uh, a lot more. Uh, I don't know, strict with me than I think they were with my brother. So that kind of brought me where I'm at. Probably maybe put me in this industry, uh, you know, be a little bit of a rebel doing what I do. Um, mm-hmm. So, so my parents. And what do you, so what do, you do, Chris? Say, tell, the, anyway, tell the people. So the, so the uh, so my uh, you know, Christian, uh, you know, right wing parents would say. But uh, what were you saying? Rick? Sure. Well, tell us what tell us what you do. Uh, uh, I uh, work at a gentleman's club, aka strip club, whatever you want to call it, a titty bar, however. You, oops, I'm gonna bleep that one out for sure. <laughs> Uh, so that's, you know, that's what I do for a living, man. I uh, enjoy it. So I sure. uh, find a, uh, I feel a safe environment for the girls. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I got three nieces myself, so I find myself trying mm-hmm. to be more helpful towards women. Um, a lot of people give that mm-hmm. this job a bad rep. I mean, there's places out there that mm-hmm. are, but uh, you know, I think just finding a safe work environment for a woman to, you know, feel empowered to to do what she does. I mean, yeah, there's nudity involved, but I mean, you know. Outside of what my parents think, I think that it's it's a good it's a good environment and it can be safe and productive and, uh, and of course so that's what I do in a nutshell. Right on. And you've been doing that for a while. Like you've run clubs, you've uh, run floors. Like about eleven years now. Yeah. 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 Oh wow. Now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for, for, it's been it's been lucrative for you and some headaches, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. right. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a good it's it's been good for you by and large. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I, uh, I enjoy it. I, uh, you know, I take pride in what I do and it took me, uh, yeah. took me a long time to, to get to that point a lot with being mom and dad, being acceptant, you know, they've yeah. I always felt like they, you know, you know, my parents are great. They just, sometimes mm-hmm. they like to say some, you know, they say weird stuff like, Hey, we're super proud of you. We just didn't know you're going to, you know, be successful. <laughs> so it's like, it's just like crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I'm sorry to get into a, a little bit of a personal thing with Richie, but like, you know, he's, you know, he's been told, you know, hey, you're 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 going to be OK. We don't you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like saying to one son, like, hey, you're going to be OK. And, you know, uh, you know, and then telling another son that, you know, you're not you know, you might not make it, you mm-hmm. know, kind of how I took out of it. So yeah. it's kind of like a hard, a hard situation. I'm, don't get me wrong. I love my parents to death. And they've sure. made amazing strides to be where they're at, how they treat my uh, nieces and my nephew and even how they treat Richie and I now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's been a struggling thing through life. You know? Yeah, yeah, it definitely has. So. So you were born eight years after I was, uh, oh, and you yep. came into uh, our little duplex, and I and we started sharing a room. And luckily, we got separate rooms a little bit later on. But so tell us about that. I mean, tell us, you know, one of the one of the sort of defining moments of of your life and of mine um, was uh, was treatment. You talk you, you talk yeah. about that, like the diagnosis and that what that looked like and things like that. Well, I, I guess since what the age of four, I think I want to say mm-hmm. the age of four. My mom and dad. Uh, well, first I was ADD or ADHD. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, I don't remember that long ago. So, uh, been on medication probably since I was four years old, so mm-hmm. thirty-one years. Wow. 
you know, all sorts of different stuff. I mean, that was a huge defining moment. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and then my parents, uh, at a young age, put me in in treatment facilities, I think from 13 to almost 17, I think, Richie. That's my, uh, think somewhere around in that area. And I was out of the house. I was out of the house at that point. Like, um, we lived together a little bit right before you went in. And then, um, I moved here to, what was Colorado? It was, yeah, it was, yeah, um, I was 19, I know, when I lived there, and I came back uh, to be, well, to be with my wife now. Yeah. Uh, You know, so. Yeah. um, Yeah. So, yeah, so the the diagnosis is uh, bipolar, is that correct? I have bipolar disorder, and I like the uh, the one lady that went to me on the show. I'm bad Mm -hmm. with names. but, yeah, but she's like, I have bipolar yeah. disorder. I'm not bipolar. Yeah. You know, I like that. I like that, you know, and like, I want people to know that even if you have like a mental disease, because it's what it is, mm. it's chemical imbalance in your brain, that you can succeed in life. I mean, yeah, I might not be a college graduate or a doctor or anything like that, but I do pretty well for myself. You know, I think that anything can be with hard work yeah, can be accomplished, you know. So I hope that all your listeners can, you know, anybody that has that, you know, I would recommend, you know, talking to somebody or anything like that, man. It's, it's, it's just a, it's like an alcoholic, man. They need help. You know, it's not something you can control. It's just a, it's a disease in your brain and shoot. I mean, just, you know, things can, things can happen, man. If you just go out there and, you know, try and, and uh, try to, you know, attack yeah. what's, what's wrong. Uh, I'm curious, Chris. Um, and we used to ask this pretty consistently on the show. Um, what would you say then are your labels if you had any at all? Uh, well, I have bipolar disorder. I would say I have a disorder. I would say that, um, Hmm. I don't know, a brother, you know, an uncle, a son. I mean, I really didn't, I'm not, I'm not a big guy of labels. I feel like, and the reason why I say this is, is because I think it, 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 you know, I'm, I'm in a big point in my life where I think a lot Hmm. of the, divisions going on in the world and you know i just i just want to accept everybody for you know for whatever you know if that's their label then that's cool it's great i accept that i just don't want to i don't want to feel like i'm dividing myself with somebody else and that's just the reason why with the label thing with that but i would just you know i just i i think that uh what you guys are doing is great and getting people out there i'm you know getting uh you know i got people in my family that are you know trans and, and gay and you know and and just like being able to hear all this stuff and, and getting all this knowledge and everything like that's been really helpful for me too as well. Cause you know, I haven't really, you know, growing up, we, yeah. like Richie says, we never talked about the black white issue. There was, you know, homosexuals were wrong. And I'm just like, you know, my whole life just being, you know, boom, 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 boom. And then, and then just coming into this show and like opening up my eyes and opening up to, you know, to race and everything like that. And it's just, it's been really eye opening and great. And like knowing that like, just because Chris, you're black or just because my cousin might be, I hope I'm not, I hope she doesn't hear this. It just because my, you know, I might have family members that are, you know, or trans or whatever that, right. but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, that's, it's, it's, it's the, I feel like all of that hatred behind that is just like wasted energy that I've, I, I, you know, I've always, I've probably said inappropriate things that, you know, I thought were funny and uh, looking back obviously weren't and hurtful towards people. And, uh, you know, just seeing all that and opening up my eyes to everything and, and not, you know, having those things being said, just the, the, the energy yeah, that you comes that. with that stuff being gone. Is just, <laughs> holy That's shit, fine, man. You're good. You're good. No, I like I'm that you said self. that um, because we we actually, me and Rich talk about, 
how that question, the label question actually doesn't get to anything. It doesn't mm -hmm. really tell us much about the person. Um, and I was curious to see what your response was. And I loved it. It was right on the nose of what we've been doing on this show. And uh, I'm curious if you felt like, uh oh, did we lose? Uh, we might have lost him. Oh, we might have lost Chris. It, it sounds like he's on the road while he's doing this. Um, okay. But I, I love that he is embodying a lot of the things that we're talking about on the show of feeling like your label isn't really that big of a deal. It's, it's like, who, who am I as a person? That's what it yeah. comes down to. Um, and so I, I totally see that from him. All right. He's back. Here's back in here. Sorry, man. I got a phone call and I, I after I stopped talking, like it completely, like, I lost everything, man. I didn't get to hear what you had to say, Chris. No I'm problem. sorry about that. Oh no, no you're good, Chris. Um, it was just kind of sharing just where your head's at is exactly where we're at with, you know, the label question we ask it, but it doesn't actually give us much feedback, right? It's just kind of a, um, really bland question that everyone has different labels that they, they connect with, but it's not truly who they are as a person. And so I think that's awesome yeah. how you shared that. Um, but yeah. I'm curious, how long have you, um, how long have you been in the position of, Man, I just want to connect with people. Like, has that been the journey with the show? Have you felt that way for a long time? I've always been very good at connecting with people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to help people out. I've always been that. I'm always been that way. But like, this show, like opening up my eyes and like even saying some things that I thought were funny were hurtful. And like, mm -hmm. that's the last thing that I want to do is hurt anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of just hearing everything and hearing your stories and hearing your, your mom's story and, and, and hearing about all these things. And there's, it just, I'm like, shit, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt anybody. You know, yeah. I'm just trying to be funny. And what I'm saying, you know, you know, is, 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 is obviously hurtful, you know, like I, you know, so it's the sh uh, for, for the most part, most of my life, but this show like really hit home man. like hearing all these things and all these stories, man, just really like, I'm like, God, I just want, I just want everybody to, to love everybody. I don't know. Everybody love everybody. You know, yeah. it's just kind of, yeah, everybody love everybody. And, yeah. uh, you know, and it's just in this day and age, I feel like, um, you know, you guys have talked a lot about how, uh, you know, the, the black lives matter movement, like before I listened to this show, I took offense to that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because I didn't believe that the racism was real and, and the police brutality, because let me tell you what, that's, that's real. I just, I, for some reason, until I was able to listen to everybody else's stories that I'm on the show, especially yours, Chris, I, now I, I like that makes sense to me. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, eh, they, but everybody's loud. It's everybody's, you know, me and my brother talk about the police brutality. That's everybody's, that's everybody's problem. It's not yeah. just a black and white thing. And I feel like mm -hmm. the social media, how I felt was trying to divide us by pushing the, the agenda of everything like that. That's kind of how I felt with that, anyhow. So, and that's perceptive because that's really, unfortunately how those algorithms operate more effectively and it's it's kind of a, a little poison for us right now because if we're not having these conversations that break that algorithm right then we start actually feeling those things believing those things um i know as a as a performer there's this mantra that however the performer feels the audience is going to pick that up and so if you're watching content where a performer is telling you something you you just start embodying it as humans and so we've been really trying to create a platform to fight against it, it it's it's weird though because it, it how many people are doing this you know what i mean 
Mm. Now that's why that's no, I don't, I don't know, man. It's not that, man. That's why I love this show so much, bro. You guys are really, I mean, if I can quit my job tomorrow and pay my bills to do whatever to help you guys out, <laughs> trust me, I would. Like this, you know, this oh, stuff. Man. You well, know, you can energy. always support us on Patreon, Chris. <laughs> yeah, five dollars a month. Money, it seems like it'd be easier for you to do it. I'm, I'm lazy. I'm not lazy. Um, I'm kidding with you, man. Uh, kidding with you, you man. know, but like it, it's, 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 a, you know, I'm, I'm religious, I would say, and mm-hmm. the energy and religion, I think, go hand in hand. And I think that, uh, you know, the energy that you guys, they're trying to put out there is just you're trying to. I don't know, extinguish all the bad, man. And I don't think that just because I work at a strip club, that's bad. I don't think that just because a guy's selling drugs on the corner, that's bad. I mean, mm. everybody's a product of their environment, man. Like, I, right. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, me and my brother both are, I mean, the way he raises his kids and the way that we are raised, <laughs> let me tell you what, that's, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm proud that my brother's my brother, man. He's an amazing dad. And just seeing that after, shit, we live in our, like, Fort Worth and, dad would break a paddle over the bed and try to scare us and you know it's different thing it's it's you know and i you know it's just it's definitely different man it's definitely seeing like seeing that and seeing that positivity like it's out there man we just gotta we gotta we gotta talk about these things that that just suck talking about you know we got to or nothing ever gonna change i mean i think part of that you're right chris is talking about uh how things have been um, and how things are now. And like, um, you know, with, with growing up, you know, we talked a little bit about it on the show before, um, you know, I'm really proud of mom and dad and, and, I, you know, they have a, they have a full relationship with my kids, yeah. um, you know, and, um, uh, they've done a lot of, they're, they're just lovely, kind people. And, um, you know, when we were kids, there was still, it was tough. It was tough. And so, um, like it's tough, like it has been tough in my wife and I's past, you know, I'm sure there's going to be things that they come at us because my kids are woke. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm messing up left and right. And, yeah. and, um, which is fine. Like I'm okay with, cause, cause we're talking about it. And it's the same with our parents, right? We've Chris and I, I mean, have, have confronted every major incident in our lives with our parents and come to some sort of, um, you know, equilibrium or at least acknowledge that it happened, uh, whether, you know, I, I believe so anyway. I mean, I don't know there's anything that you and I have left unsaid or they have left unsaid to us. I don't think we've like, not. <laughs> not at it's all, all love. And that's, and that's, wow. that's kind of what, um, you know, what I think is, 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 is super important to, to sort of, um, see is like, is they're both equally important, the history and the present, you know, yeah. like, you know where we've come from and, and where we are now um yeah it's because you know, it's, it's, it's uh it's like night and day with dad man. we were talking about the other day i, I don't even the last time i've seen him yeah. get mad about something you know it's it's they've definitely right. done you know a great strides to be where they're at and you know and i commend them for that you know our relationship wasn't the greatest mm-hmm. a couple years back i had to really you know i finally had to just come out and say it you know like you know this the conversation you got we're having right now i had to have that with my parents you know that uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. and whether or not they yeah. were gonna say whatever they were gonna say i wasn't doing it for you know i wasn't doing it for them i was doing it for me like hey i gotta like let you guys know like this is you know i feel abandoned i feel you know these, all these hurtful things of being in these treatment wow. facilities for that long like really it tarnished my personal life and my, it did, it hurt me, man. It felt, mm-hmm. you know, like I felt like I had to be 
in a relationship with somebody. I got married at a young age with somebody who was just a friend. Like, and every relationship beyond that, I did that. I held on to it and I forced it to happen because I was so afraid of being alone. You know, and but until I wow. was able to face that with my parents, there was I there was no it was just an endless cycle of me being in one, you know, whether it was a you know an emotional relationship with a girl or even with a friend. You know, there's people along the way that I've had to, you know, not be so close with anymore because they're not they're not here for me. They're there for them. You know, it's it's and and which is fine. That's them. You know, but it's like if you don't if we don't face these problems as a country, we're never going to heal. We're just going to keep. Right. each other down and that's just kind of where you know where it's it's important you guys were even doing this like <laughs> you know well i was gonna say chris even you know before you talked to mom and dad about the treatment facility stuff i mean it was years and years of us you and i having this conversation of like yeah you know you're sharing your feelings with me and then you know it it took it takes a lot some of these things take a long time and i and i want listeners to sort of understanding you know that that even if uh you've got something that you've got to work out with somebody else it's okay that it's i mean it took you know i don't know chris maybe a decade of us talking about it before you really wow. sort of just laid it yeah. out of them. i mean it's it was a, it was a while yeah. it was a while and that's okay like you know as far as like um i don't mind having those conversations and and we're all we have to get to the place where we need to because but i but i did see like a really a clear shift in um in all of them you know, after that, and it was a hard conversation to have and, um, you know, vulnerable and, and things like that. But I mean, the, the outcome of is, 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 has been pretty incredible. And I think the, the same for this podcast, like Chris, Chris and I's relationship has skyrocketed since, since we yeah. started, because it's got us to talk about things that really matter to us in a way that, cause you know, that, that like is important. Cause Chris, like you and I don't agree on everything, yeah. right? We, we disagree on stuff. I mean, that's, but that's, that's, we're humans. I mean, shoot, like, you know, Chris, right. you're talking about individual, indi individualism. Like I, I have to treat, mm -hmm. I almost like, I also have to treat that like what I'm putting out to people too, as well. So I also like, now I'm starting to slow down and be like, Hey, well, this might offend this person, but this person over here is going to be cool with it. So it's like, like coming at coming at that too as well has been you know super helpful to hear that and you know it's 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 a weird a weird process you know for me to be that way but the the you know I now I talk to my parents I talk to my parents a lot more now it's been great I mean it's it's not perfect but yeah. I mean like now we talk pretty much every other day and it's just and it hasn't been like that in a very long time and it's just wow. it's facing facing fears man that's just what we need to do as a country we need to face our fears yeah that's amazing yeah, yeah uh -oh. with our past like you can't be we can't like we can't leave it unacknowledged and it's painful to acknowledge it and you know, but it's worth it you know yeah and i think that's it's huge man it's huge sorry you're gonna say something chris beasley well no i was curious about um just in the space of the adult industry like do you find yourself uh, i mean with the the different women that come in do you find that y'all have an immense connection? I, a friend of mine who she was a comedian, she felt like in that at the strip club she worked at, it was just like a family. And, and so I'm curious, what's the dynamic? Because you were saying that you you had to be kind of presently aware of individualism and who you're interacting with and how things come off. So I was just curious about the culture. There. Well, that's you know that's 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 the kind of the sensitive stuff that the culture in that industry is. It's different, man. It's um, I would just say in any 
big industry it, it it's you know i care about the girls but at the same time like i got to keep myself at a distance so it's really weird man because if you don't keep yourself at a distance and you make it seem like you care too much then you get in trouble or or if you say the wrong thing like you get in trouble it's a it's a it's it's really i don't know how else to explain that um but like a girl today well go ahead right but a go girl ahead. oh i was gonna say it so <laughs> a girl go ahead and <laughs> keep doing a girl it. today was like breaking down crying yeah. and like i want to be like holy like this is like this is hurting me like i almost want to cry like she's having a bad day yeah. her parents are um parents are a part of like a almost like a religious cult um and because she opted out they don't mm. want to talk to her and i'm just like holy like i just want to like i just want to grab her and hug her and i like i can't because i feel if i do that like i might be perceived of me you know me trying to get somewhere else than mm. just trying to console her you know that's that's kind of how that industry is right, perceived right. especially when it comes to owners and and and, and higher ups man like you and then you get yourself connected to these girls and then you, and then you see yourself like, you, and then your, 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 your compassion for people just come into effect and it can kind of, you know, I, I think in any situation could take over you at times. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say, I've only been to one of your clubs, uh, um, but you know, we were going through your, you were, you were giving me something. I had to go to your office and kind of just walking through this multi-story club out here in Dallas when you're out here and, you know, uh, it was, it, it was so cool to see, like, you just taking care of everybody. Like it, it, this, it was for me, those places are the least sexual places in the yeah. world. <laughs> like it's, mm. it, it, it very much feels like a show. Like it just, uh, like I got in show mode. Like, I'm like, Oh, it's just this backstage. Like, this is all this is. And it was just really cool to see like, Hey, you know, what do you need? Okay. I'll take care of that. What's this going on? Is this thing taking care of? Like, it was just, it was just like super cool uh to see to see you running things like that and and uh because you could i could tell that you cared for everybody that you work for even the people that i knew that you had maybe contentious you know, relationships with like you were like you know i gotta take care of this even i'm gonna take care of people regardless of, of um yeah whatever you know else so i just i thought that was really great and and i don't know that people think about that when they think about um, I mean, you got to think that know, most of these, like, gentlemen's clubs. you got to, dude, like, because I've been to them, you know, being in and out of relationships, of course I've been to them, you know, and, and a lot of times, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, you know, I'll be sure. completely honest, I don't care. Um, a lot of times I, I put myself in those scenarios because, A, the abandonment things, I felt like I need to touch somebody or be with somebody, maybe has gotten sexual mm -hmm. before, yeah, yeah, it has, but it's it's a lot of these guys that come in there man they're just they're they're hurt their girlfriends just broke up with them or, or you know like they're, they're, their mom just died they just need they need someone they're you know a lot of these guys is a fast-paced life where they don't have time to sit down and try to be in a relationship or and they come to these places just to get you know some sort of like a, a human connection man and you know there, yeah, there'll man. be guys in there want to come there and pay for sex of course i mean you're gonna run across that in any kind of you know any kind of industry that's and, you know, sure. uh, that's, you know, sexually oriented, but it, it, a lot of these people just, they just want that physical connection with people. They want to be loved and, and, and I get it. Like, I get it. This is why this industry works for me. Like I, like I see these guys coming in and I'm like, Oh, I get it. <laughs> you know, like I get, where you're, I get where you're coming from. Wow. Like this doesn't bother me. Like this, you know, I get it. And even if they're trying to pay for sex, I get it. Like, you I get it. like I think that that's a, I don't think that that should even be illegal. I get it. Like it's it's that 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 connection, right, that right. whether it be physical or you know just having a conversation or or sex. Like I get 
the human need for that to happen, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to me, it's, to me, it is, um, is sort of sad that we, we other, other, those places are like, Oh, well, it's not a, it's not a good career or it's one unhealthy or whatever, whatever, you know, negative, you hear things you hear. Um, that's, that's what was so surprising to me and, and really like, eye-opening for me was was seeing you in the club and realizing that like oh this is just human connection taking care of people and yeah there's stuff that we deal with here that maybe we don't deal with if we worked at jc penny or target it's not so open about um, it <laughs> but not really yeah just not so open about it yeah uh, oh 100 100 hey everybody it's richie uh just want to cut in here real quick and say that we lost the last half of this conversation uh, and it was so good. Um, we're going to have Chris back on, but, uh, yeah, we lost it. So, uh, I'm going to just play y'all Chris Beasley and I's post conversation about, uh, Chris's input and stuff. So hopefully you'll kind of glean uh, a little bit about what we talked about and, um, it'll get you excited for the next conversation we have with Chris. All right, back to the show. All righty. You mm -hmm. just finished listening to our episode with Chris Lunsford. And, uh, man, Richie, how you feeling? I mean, I feel good, man. I, you know, um, we, we, I feel like at the end we sort of started another <laughs> topic. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Which is what we do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think – I hope it was a good display of two people that are diametrically opposed – um, that have come together in some way, you know, but, but at the same time, he's still, he's, he's getting it like, oh, there really is a problem. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of that, like a lot of, um, I'm not going to be everything you want me to be. And hopefully we can come together in the, in the things that are important to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's a good demonstration yeah. of that. And, and a good demonstration of someone yeah. who, you know, the strip club thing, like that to me is so integral to all of this because, you know, whether it be from society or family or whatever else, like he is, that's a job that nobody like, oh, well, it's going to be an awful job. It's a bad, you know, and, and, or whatever else. And all these bad things are going to happen. And really, like, yeah, bad things happen, but also lots of good things happen. Like, there's all these connections, and there's like this family attitude, and 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 he he's very close with a lot of the people that he works with, and has been for his whole like it's you know since he's been in the industry. So there's and 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 to see um, how he takes care of people and what's important to him as he's when he's on the floor or when he's running a club, like it's about making making a place safe, making making you know where these these entertainers can do their job and make money and, and feel safe like that. We don't think about that with strip clubs. Oh. We think about like parties and, you know, people being idiots and everything else and some kind of all this shady dealings, which that stuff does, I'm sure go on. Uh, but there's shady dealings mm -hmm. any, at any workplace I've ever been. I've worked in the mall. I've worked in corporate America. Like if there's always <laughs> shady, something shady going on and it may not be in your face, but so I don't know, man. I just, uh, I love him a lot and I, I'm glad he, he talked to us. Uh, I'm curious your impressions about the whole thing. Yeah, no, I, I was mind blown by how different <laughs> y'all were. And 
just impressed by the unity y'all have and realizing how the show has mm-hmm. helped that. I guess I feel a part of the family in a way. And (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's amazing. I don't know how something like that can happen from two people just starting some whimsical Mm. random show. Mm. It's truly amazing. And that's what I walked away with is we are doing something very important. Uh, Regardless how many, you know, People are listening, Shazad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. I love Shazad. Uh, we we got to hoop sometime this year. But um, no, it's very clear that this kind of communication isn't happening except for here and Dak mm. Shepard. I've, I've heard many people say mm-hmm. Dak is doing this as well. And oh, yeah, he has a bigger is. platform. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's. It's beautiful that mm-hmm. he's that he's doing it. That we're all that we're we're seeing a few people realize we need to have these vulnerable, candid, mm-hmm. open conversations that are mm-hmm. judgment free zones. And Chris said that's he wouldn't even be if this wasn't a judgment free zone, mm-hmm. he would never have come on. So well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sticking with us so so long. Uh, sorry for the technical issues. Sometimes these things don't work the way that they're uh, we want them to, but. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, continue to, uh, reach out to us and Patreon. We've got, uh, several, several more people join this week in Patreon. We're so excited to have them on. Uh, you guys are founding members of whatever thing this is, this is, uh, you're, you're serving the show just as much as we <laughs> yeah. are. So, uh, thank you so much, uh, for doing that. If you, if you, um, don't support or can't support us, totally understand if you, if you want to support the show in a non-monetary way, go in and review us on iTunes, specifically iTunes. Um, because that can get, that can get the show in front of more people. And, uh, you know, we can have more episodes like the Pong episode because, uh, (laughs) the more people listen to us, the more they disagree with us. So we got to engage and try to find ways in which we can talk about those things and and just do the work of, of having these conversations. So thanks so much, everybody. Um, and, um, yeah, peace. Peace.